He's Ryan Oliver. I'm Mark Shelpis. Together we are the Fantasy Football Hot Shots. Welcome to Championship Week on the Fantasy Football Hot Shots. Thanks for tuning in and joining us. Uh, we'll probably be uh, siphoning off some of the episodes here as we're probably not going to need this as much anymore. Uh, but make sure you subscribe out there uh, so you can get all the new episodes as they come out. We'll probably come back in a little while and drop some Dynasty knowledge maybe. You're just looking at me with a puzzled face because we didn't really talk about this before we actually started recording. Uh, so we will uh, we'll figure it out and we'll keep you abreast of our changes or whenever. Yeah. But as long as you're subscribed, you'll get a new episode every time it comes That's out. That's right. And the best way to also find out is to follow us on Twitter at FFHotShots or you can follow Ryan at Rhino underscore Denver. That's right. Uh, be up to date on the latest news, information, who's in, who's out and all the most important information that you need in order to make the best fantasy roster decisions you can possibly make. Uh, so, earlier today I was going through our bets from earlier in the season, as it is like the last week, it's championship week, and we want to wish you luck out there in all of your championship matchups. Hopefully you're, you're poised, if you're listening, to uh, take home a title. Uh, we wish you the best of luck, and hopefully this information will help, but... Uh, I was going through our bets earlier this week, and I was trying to recall the different bets that we had made. One of them was, you had Ben Roethlisberger, I had Kirk Cousins. So I obviously lost that one because Ben Roethlisberger is... Crushing it. Yeah, he's like QB3, I think. No. Might be two. No. Matt Ryan's two. Not in our legal record. In normal stats, Matt Matt Ryan is two. Right, but not in legal record, I mean... You're going based off of our league of record? Well, I was just basing it off of... I think Matt Ryan passed him after his dud last week. Uh, the other bet was Trey Burton and Kyle Rudolph. Well, you had Trey Burton and I had Kyle Rudolph. They both seem like garbage. <laughs> yeah, the, the, both, the only runaway bet that we had was where I had Mahomes and you had Garoppolo. And even if Garoppolo had played all season long, I still would have won that bet. You don't know that. Mahomes is having an astronomical year. Yeah, the 49ers aren't that good. Interestingly enough, uh, as everyone knows now, Mahomes is the real deal. He's what Deshaun Watson, everyone thought Deshaun Watson was going to be. Well, I mean, let's again remember that that's what everybody thought Deshaun Watson was going to be after his first year. So yeah, now Deshaun Watson did it in four games. Well, everybody's like, got a year's worth of tape on him now. Let's see what adjustments. Does it take a whole year? Usually, well, it only takes a couple of games. Let's to get see. Tape let's see what the tape says next year too. I mean, this will just be interesting. He could be really. He could be one of the spectacular ones. But I'm just saying, we have to see what. He does when defenses adjust to him. I understand. And I want to know what happens, uh, how much of the team they can keep together. Because that offensive line has really helped him out a lot. Uh, and if they can keep the weapons together, it could be an interesting mix going forward. Ben still ahead in our... Yeah, well, you're going off the record. Everywhere else it says Matt Ryan is number two. Anyway, I won't spend too much more time on it. But either way, you won that bet because... Kirk Cousins can't catch him. Yeah, I don't think Kirk Cousins can catch him. Uh, maybe, but probably not likely. Uh, <clears throat> All right. I'll even concede. Uh, I guess we're just washing the Trey Burton and uh, Kyle Rudolph bet. Oh, I guess we should look at that one. We should probably look at that one as well. Uh, yeah. While he's looking at that, I will go ahead 
and knock and over let the mic. mic fall over so that I cannot uh, speak directly into it. It's nothing like talking directly into nothing because it makes you look very foolish. That's great. Let's get with the injuries already. Um, starting with the Chiefs, Sammy Watkins has been ruled out. Spencer Ware is doubtful for Sunday, so fire up your Damian Williams. So where does Damian Williams jump now to you? Like, in this game, is he the better back than Chris Carson, or is Chris Carson definitely way ahead of him? Uh, what's the format? Half PPR. Probably Williams, because I think he's going to, he's probably not going to rush a lot, but he could have seven catches for 60 to 70 yards. Okay. And he might have 10 rushes, and it'll probably be for like 40 yards. So do you think he's like top 10, top 20? Like where where do you find where do you put him this week? I'm hoping he's top 15. Okay. Uh, I mean he's pretty high for me, uh, specifically, especially with Spencer Ware out. I think I'm, it's a very very real possibility. I know. I was just thinking that I think I told you Lindsay or Williams over Lindsay. Yeah, and so that's out. why. I, I mean, yeah, because we were talking about on one team. I have I have Ware. I picked up Williams because Gordon's playing. I have Gordon, Mixon. You can drop where now. Well, yeah. Well, I'm going to, but okay. I'll probably drop and pick up some garbage. Here's the thing. I'm starting to get this vibe that the Broncos game on Monday night in Oakland is a trap game, and I'm not sure if I want to invest in a lot of those pieces. All I'm hoping is that the Raiders are going to put up about 50 on the Broncos. Yeah. I don't know if that's going to happen. Uh, In case you're wondering why the Broncos fans are safe. (laughs) As we face off in our league record championship. Did you see the news today that they reported that Vance Joseph will not be retained? Yeah, I saw that Fantasy Pros tweeted that out this morning. Sorry, I I didn't give credit where credit's due. I'm not surprised. All right, anyway, let's keep going with the injury report. Where do you have Williams? Well, I mean, I think he's got to be inside the top 20 now. I mean, he just proved it last week. But, again, it's such a small sample size. And with, what's it, Daryl Williams? Yeah. Stealing one of the touchdowns, it just makes you nervous. I mean, you know, I I guess it's just he's not the clear-cut only back. And so that's why I think somebody like Carson is more interesting because he is getting more of the work, especially if Penny's out. I just, I don't think he gets any work in the passing game. That's why I was asking what the format is, because if you were going with standard, I think Carson's the better play. Okay. Uh, I certainly do. There could be a lot of touchdowns there, especially how bad Kansas City has been against the run. Uh, Burton's like 20 points ahead of Rudolph, by the way. Is he? Okay. So you can have that one as well. Uh, The Rams uh, are not sure if Tark Darley's going to play. He is not practiced all week long. They've signed veteran running back C.J. Anderson. Uh, at first we thought it was going to be John Kelly as the backup to Todd Gurley with Marlon Brown being out. But now they're saying that C.J. Anderson could get the start. What's this do for you? A very large Gurley owner. <laughs> this makes it extremely complicated. Lucky for me, everywhere I have Gurley, I also have Damian Williams. So I'm kind of holding out that if Gurley does not go, uh, I've got Damian Williams to kind of fill in there. Hopefully you've got an alternative out there as well, uh, because Gurley being the late afternoon game, if they're not going to let you know until warm-ups whether or not he's going to go or not, you need to have an alternate. So say you don't have Damian Williams, all the main guys are gone, who do you pick up 
to replace Gurley because obviously you're going to ride Gurley out. If there's a hope he's going to play, you're going to play him. So if he doesn't go, who are you looking to get in one of those late games in order to? So, I mean, you'll know by the 2 o'clock games, so you'll need to look for somebody like, I'm trying to think who's in that late game. I don't want Kelvin Benjamin. Chris Carson's probably owned. Penny's probably not going to play. Well, if you I don't know back. that. Well, but what I'm saying is I'm guessing you probably have three running backs. If you've listened to us at all, you probably have three running backs. So you should put Gurley in as your flex so that you can sw- switch to a wide receiver if you have to. Because I think at that point you might be more likely to play a receiver. I mean, because that's what it looks like you're going to do if Gurley doesn't play. It looks like you're playing Robbie Anderson over. Uh, I would like to play you know. Gurley and Williams, but because of this conundrum, I'm leaving Gurley in my RB2 spot and I'm playing, Williams, uh, I'm playing Robbie Anderson on the flex. Because if really doesn't go, I need to be able to fill Damian Williams into into, into, a, running back into spot. a running back spot. See, it's but not my optimal situation, but it's the one I have to go with, unfortunately. Yeah, I, I mean, so, I mean, I guess if you're looking for somebody as a late game filling, because, I mean... Who would, I mean, who do you, do you like anybody enough? I mean... Doug Martin, maybe, in the Monday night game. If you can get Doug Martin, Jalen um, Richard, maybe. Yeah, maybe Jalen Richard if it's in PPR. I don't know. Um, maybe Royce Freeman. I don't know. You're you're going on a wing and a prayer with Royce Freeman. Yeah, you're hoping he falls in the end zone and gets like 40 yards. Um, I would say somebody, I mean, Jordy Nelson is out there a lot. So if you're if you're able to put Gurley into your flex spot, uh, Jordy Nelson is available in a bunch of leagues. And he could have a good game with the way the Broncos' pass defense has looked. Even uh, Tim Patrick or Dejan yeah. Hamilton? Yeah, I mean, I would take Patrick over Hamilton based on how much Keenum's hitting Patrick. I mean, just based on numbers. Obviously, Sutton, you could take a shot on him. It seems like most of the Chief guys are probably owned, except for Kelvin Benjamin. Yeah. Um, you could always look for David Moore if you're looking at Seattle or Mike Davis. Yeah, so Mike those Davis are some names. Be, those are names that you would be thinking Rashad about. Rashad Penny doesn't play. Mike Davis could be interesting uh, in his passing game work. Yeah. And your your choices may be different based on your format. You may go for like Rashad or Davis, who are going to get more work in the passing game. But if you're in a standard league, Doug Martin might be more of a better call. Well, it looks like they finally ruled Ty, Tyler Boyd out. Yep. Tyler Boyd has been ruled out, which means it's going to be a very limited offense for the Bengals on Sunday. Uh, I know you're hoping for a lot from Joe Mixon. So, do you have any interest in John Ross this week? Like he's hurt too. I, know, I don't know if he's going to play. I mean, like, do you have? Does this? Do you like CJ Uzma now? I think. Are you Uzma going to use him? Uh, I don't have an instance where I need to use him, but I could. I could see using him. He's probably going to get the targets. The question is whether or not he's going to be able to convert them from uh, Driscoll. Would you play Trey Burton? Or CJ Uzma? That's a good question. I'd probably roll with Trey Burton in hopes that he gets a touchdown. Would you play Vance McDonald? Or no, I would not play CJ Uzma. I'd probably play Uzma. Okay. Uh, Vance McDonald might be interesting if Juju Smith is out, which would bring us to our next story. Juju Smith has hurt his groin in the last uh, yesterday. And getting an injury like that this late in the week, do you expect Juju Smith to play? Juju Smith-Schuster? I do not expect him, but 
I wouldn't be surprised if he makes it work. You think so? Yeah, he's just one of those guys who always seems to want to go out there, like Antonio Brown. I mean, they want to be on the field, but I could see the team saying, let's shut him down. Let, let's save him for the playoffs. Do you have any interest in Washington if he doesn't go? I think Vance McDonald becomes more interesting if I think not bad, I, but the Saints I, are really good against tight ends. I think I like um, not Washington, but Eli Rogers more if Schuster's gone. Just because, I mean, he seems to have a better understanding of where Ben's going to throw the ball. Does Just it, looking at it. And in this matchup where Lattimore is going to be on Brown. Does it become a bigger bigger deal, uh, a bigger Jalen Samuels game, now that James Conner has been ruled out? I think, I think it has to. I mean, obviously, I think people were saying, a lot of places were saying, he's got to be the number two tight end this week behind Kelsey. I would think so. Uh, that's in Yahoo leagues. Everywhere else, he's probably, he's got to be an RB2 right on that cusp. He's trying to get your boss to cut him. Yeah. Since you're out of fab. I'm out of fab? Yeah. I think I still have two left. Oh, okay. Well, I can still outbid you then. <laughs> you just got to beat me to it. Even if he cuts him, he's still going to have to go through the waiver fee. Right. Which Either way, we're fighting over things that people don't even know what we're talking about. <laughs> Going against each other this week has really brought out the best in everyone. So, uh, if you can unbiasedly talk about Todd Gurley and his status, uh, we won't know anything until the practice report today. If he has a limited practice today, do you think he goes? I think he wants to go. It sounds like they're trying to get him to go, but I think the smart play is for him not to go. Of course he did. Well, I'm being honest for the Rams. like They're not looking at, hey, it's fantasy championship week. I mean, Todd Gurley doesn't care about his fantasy team. He's proved that by kneeling down on the one. <laughs> I mean, like, he tried to lose another touchdown later in another game. So, I mean, he's I'm not just... saying he does, but okay, so you don't think he goes? No, I don't think so. Would you I... rather have C.J. Anderson or John Kelly? If you have to back him up with one of them. Probably John Kelly. Um, somebody else who might be available in your leagues that you could think about, especially if you can get him in your flex, is Josh Reynolds. Yeah, I suppose. He's gotten a lot of end zone targets. They just haven't been able to convert. But this could be the matchup where he actually pulls it off. Well, I mean, I think Patrick Peterson follows. Okay. Giants declared wide receiver Odell Beckham Jr. out for this week's game. Who does that benefit in the Giants? Evan Ingram. Evan Ingram. Do you have any interest in Sterling Shepard as a flex? He's interesting, but I would much rather play. Uh, I would probably not want to play him in my championship week. I would probably take a shot on a guy like Chris Hogan. Chris Hogan's so low for me. I don't even know if I would. I'd, I'd definitely play Shepard over Hogan. But that's just my opinion. Matt Burita, uh hurt with an ankle, will play in Week 16 against the Bears. Where do you rank Matt Burita? Outside top 24. You just can't. I mean, you can't get to this point and then have him go down one quarter in. T.Y. Hilton out with the ankle is questionable for Week 16 against the Giants. So pay attention to the practice reports for T.Y. Hilton. Bruce Ellington, uh, up with a hamstring, is out for Week 16 against the Vikings, which could be interesting because you're going to see more Galladay in the slot. Uh, Rhodes tends to travel when he's guarding 
top wide receivers. Uh, we'll see if he follows them into the slot, but that he may be operating out of there in order to get some more production out of the wide receivers in Detroit. Yeah, so what do you think about that? Like, do you like Galladay at all? I no, don't think you I do. I'm avoiding Galladay. Uh, I just think it's a bad matchup. I think he's going to struggle. Galladay tends to struggle against really good defenses. Anyone that has, like, a, a really good shadow corner. I feel like they say last week he did great, but he lined up in the slot. Tredavious White did not follow him into the slot, which is why he had the success that he had. Uh, I think that you're chasing fool's gold if you think that Galladay's a good play this week. All right. Uh, let's see here. Falcons coach Dan Quinn said Julio Jones will be a game-time decision for Week 16 against the Panthers. If Julio doesn't go, who are you thinking about catching the ball for the Falcons? Well, obviously you got to think Ridley and Sanu. Um, I know, but which one do you like better? Ridley. This is an away game. Do you have any interest in Hooper? I Not after the dud last week. I'm a little, I'm a little gun-shy there. Okay. Chargers wide receiver Keenan Allen, who's dealing with a hit, porter, uh, hit pointer, uh, has practiced on a limited basis. Uh, I think the expectation is that he goes on Saturday. Is that correct? Yeah, that's what it seems like. It seems like he's trending in the right direction. So does that drop Mike Williams? I think it drops Mike and Terrell Williams. I mean, I don't think, or Tyrell, however you say it. But Tyrell Williams? I, I don't. I don't like either one of them this week. It's going to be tough, and you really hope, and I think you said this earlier today to me, was I really hope they're not just going to use Keenan Allen as a decoy. Yeah, I'm hoping that he's not going to use him as a decoy. That'd be awful. Uh, Deshaun Jackson will be active on Sunday. Does this kill Chris Godwin's value? Is he worth anything at this point? I don't think either one of them are worth anything. I mean, I think that you're you know what you're getting with Deshaun Jackson, either an 80-yard touchdown or a goose. Yeah. So this is just like a PSA to put out there. If you're at this point, you're in the last week of the season. If there's players that you're not going to use, it's time to drop them. Try to block your opponent. Try to do whatever you can to get over that mountain and and win your championship. So, uh, gee, I wonder what you did this week. (laughs) Or I dropped all the running backs I was holding on to so that I could pick up wide receivers so you wouldn't have a wide receiver. Yeah, I just picked up another one. I know, which is the point. But the idea was to take away the top options so that you didn't have them and spend just enough so that you wouldn't be able to put all your fab on them. <laughs> that was the point. Okay. Uh, Coach Sean McDermott said LaShawn McCoy is ready to go for week 16 against the Patriots. You're not rolling McCoy out there, though, are yeah. you? Unless it's in deeper league. I mean, deeper league, he's got flex appeal. Uh, Lamar Miller's status still up in the air. He looks like he could be a game time decision. Make sure you have Alfred Blue. Yeah. Do you have any interest in Alfred Blue on his uh, on his own, or just if he's only the backup? If, for only Lamar if Miller? Lamar Miller's out. Okay. And I don't really. I I mean, I would hope that you orchestrated your team well enough, but I could see having Lamar Miller being your running back if you snuck through after that point eight last week and somehow still won. Then congratulations. Make sure you have Alfred Blue for this week. Okay, Lamar, uh, we talked about Lamar Miller already. Quincy Nunor has been ruled out. Zach Ertz is back in practice, so don't worry about Jack, Zach Ertz. He'll play. Gronk had a rest day, so I'm not worried about him. He's going to get the flu. James Conner remains sideline on Thursday. James Conner is not, he has been ruled out at this point. And Austin Eckler is out for week 16. 
Looks you, like Melvin Gordon is going to play. Yeah, I mean, Gordon's been full participant in practice, so I think he's definitely going to play. I'm not sure if – do you like Justin Jackson at all? Or no. do you, is this just all Melvin for you? All Melvin Gordon. It's a statement game for him. Uh, the news earlier this week is that Josh Gordon has been uh, returned to the reserve commissioner's suspended list indefinitely for violating the terms of his conditional reinstatement under the policy and program for substances abuse. So I think we're finally giving our final adieu to Josh Jordan. Josh Gordon, not Josh Jordan. Uh, Josh Gordon, uh, unfortunately, he was an incredible talent. Uh, hopefully he gets everything right within himself and uh, he can move on from there. Um, hopefully you have a great life outside of football. So if you were looking to fill a spot this week, and you could choose from Samuels, Mack, Jamal Williams, McGuire, and Damian Williams. Wait a minute. Um, you need to fill a spot. Yep. What's the scoring format? Full PPR. Full PPR, okay. Samuels, Mack, Jamal Williams, Elijah McGuire, Damian Williams, LaShawn McCoy, uh, Gus Edwards, Kalen Bellage, Philip Lindsay. Come on, Mac. I'm rolling them out there in this matchup. They're at home. Ryan Kelly's back. I feel like they're going to want to do exactly what they did last week, and I think it's going to be a huge game for Mac. So even over Damian Williams? I probably would, yes. Right now I have him higher than Damian Williams. Well, I'm just dropping Spencer Ware. So. The one I'm struggling with is Jamal Williams and Damian Williams and trying to figure out which of the Williams I want to play. So, I mean, so which one do you think has a – I mean, hasn't Jamal been a little bit banged up this week? Yeah, Jamal is a little bit banged up as well. Um, I think he's got uh, a toe issue. So uh, you'll have to pay attention to make sure he goes, but he's expected to be a big part of the, the, run, the game plan. Calculating in my head, making sure I was going to be off the plane tomorrow for the Saturday night Keenan Allen game. <laughs> <laughs> sure yeah. I was like, do I have to pay for Wi-Fi on the plane now? Uh, Dodgers just traded Kent Puig and Wood to Cincinnati. I know that's baseball, but that's a pretty big trade. What did they get back? Probably garbage, farm system stuff. They, yeah. they were dumping salary to try and go after Bryce Harper. I, I wouldn't doubt it. I mean, I don't know. I'm not going to get into it because it's baseball. <laughs> We're not supposed to be doing baseball. Let's get to the game. All right, game let's go. Review. Uh, the first game we'll talk about is the Redskins and the Titans. Is there anybody we're starting on the Redskins? No. Uh, sounds like Vernon Davis is out as well. So Jeremy Sprinkle is coming, <laughs> coming back to the forefront. It could be a possibility for a touchdown again. You'd have to be super desperate at tight end for that. Uh, Adrian Peterson, I'm assuming that there's not much there. Tennessee is a 10-point favorite in this matchup. Yeah, and a 37-point over-under. Yeah, so I'm not expecting this to be high scoring, but I think the Redskins cover that, believe it or not, because that seems really high. Um, believe it or not. <laughs> so who are you playing on? Is Derek Henry the only yeah, person I, you're playing in this matchup? The only, well, and the defenses. And the defenses. Uh, I do like the Titans' defense, and I don't think the Redskins' defense is a bad play either. No, I don't think so either, but the way Derrick Henry's been going, I think he's inside the top 20. I would play him over Matt Breida this week easily. Oh, yeah. I mean, he might be closer to top 10 than top top 20. I mean, yeah, I would agree. He's just turned into the guy I drafted him to be. Too bad I cut him so many weeks ago. Uh, it, I'm, I'm sad that I 
dropped him in order to pick up Damian Williams. I wish they put Carryon Johnson on IR last week and not this week. That would have been quite helpful, actually. Um, I mean, that's pretty much it for the fantasy implications, right? I mean, who, yep. are, you t- who are you taking in this matchup? Tennessee? Okay. I think Tennessee wins, but I think the Redskins cover the points because the points seem like they're an awful lot. Ravens, wow, you're going back on your thing again, finally, realizing that double-digit point spreads are a little <laughs> tough to cover. Well, they covered them last week because Atlanta covered, and who's the other one? The, There's the, a, the Rams didn't cover, though. No, it wasn't the Rams. There was another one that was really high last week. I'm not going to think about it. All right. Uh, but let's talk about the Ravens and the Chargers. We already talked about Gordon. Where do you have Rivers this week? Rivers, see, everyone's really down on Rivers, and I don't think he's that bad of a play. Somebody's got to get these other guys the ball. Um, I expect it to be low scoring. He may not get more than one or two touchdowns. That's the issue. Is, I mean, he's not throwing for 350 every week. He's He's been doing it efficiently, and he's been scoring multiple touchdowns every week. And if you're in a four, if you're in a six point per passing touchdown league, you definitely need those touchdowns. But they like to take shots downfield. So are you playing Mike Williams, or are you playing Tyrell See, Williams? I don't think Mike Williams is the play. My guess is it's probably going to be a Travis Benjamin game because that's the kind of goofy thing that would happen in this week, uh, where it's like, especially because Travis Travis Benjamin came through for them on some really big plays last week. Uh, when Keenan Allen went out. And all those fourth down plays, they were all went to Travis Benjamin. So I, I think this is probably a Benjamin game. Believe it or not. Uh, I mean, it could be Mike Williams, but Mike Williams is going to draw the number one coverage. If Keenan Allen's out. Yeah, but even if it is, they've got a great slot corner there. That They're not going to bring their outside guys out there. They're not going to take Brandon Carr and... Jimmy Smith. Jimmy Smith. I mean, those guys are going to stay on the outside. So... So, but you're starting Keenan Allen. You're starting Melvin Gordon. If you've got Keenan Allen, you're starting him. How high do you have Rivers? Like, who would you start him over? Would you start him over Ben? No. Would you start him over Breeze? I might. Okay, would you start him over Brady? Yes. Would you start him over Wilson? No. Watson? No. So you're thinking like eight? Yeah. Like right in that range? It's got to be right in that range. Okay, so I'm that's where I'm probably lower on Breeze and Brady. I think that Bills game was a trap game, which is probably why I'm, I'm thinking that. Uh, and I think that Breeze is not going to need to throw. He's going to struggle. He, he won't struggle, but he's not going to score points. So we'll see how that plays out. Uh, on the Ravens side of the ball, what do we do with Jackson? You can't play him. You, you just can't. I think this is a really bad matchup. He's really positive matchups, and that's made it very beneficial to him. So for him to come into this really tough matchup against a really good defense, uh, I think he's going to struggle. Uh, but, I mean, I could be wrong. You're obviously not playing any Ravens pass catchers, right? Yeah, you're not playing any Ravens um, pass catchers. What about Gus Edwards? He kind of had a resurgence last week. You have to be in a standard league, and you have have to 
think of them as a flex. He's probably and not going to score enough points just, in Pico, right? Yeah, and San Diego is just a good all-around team. Their defense has been better than expected. Well, I expected them to be this good. But well, yeah, but they weren't that good early in the season without Bosa and stuff, so. Very true. And losing their cornerbacks, but the cornerback play has gotten better. Okay, uh, the LA Chargers are a four-point favorite. Who do you have winning this game? Chargers. Yeah, I think I'm picking the Chargers, too. Could be closer, though. Uh, Giants visiting the Colts. Uh, we're not playing Eli Manning. You're playing Saquon Barkley. We talked about Evan Ingram already. Evan Ingram's a must-play with Odell Beckham being out. Yep. And Sterling Shepard, to me, is a, a you know, mid-range flex. Uh, okay. That's, I, I think mean, that's about it. I don't know yep. if I care about any of the other Giants pass catchers at this point. I don't. Uh, on the Colts side of the ball, where do you have Andrew Luck? Because I've really struggled with this all week long. See, I think I would put Rivers in front of Luck. Because if this game script turns into just like last week, where he doesn't need to throw the ball. Which is what I'm worried about. But could you see a situation where the Colts let the Giants into the game somehow? Like Saquon gets loose on a couple of plays. Or Evan Ingram gets gets a touchdown and Eli actually looks like the Eli of the Super Bowl years. Could be. I mean, uh, the Giants, or the Colts' defense are good against the running back, but they give up a lot of points to the tight end. So I'm not – I'm still – you're still playing Saquon Barkley because he's a very special talent. You don't know what he's going to do. Uh, but it's not the greatest matchup for him. Uh, Exhibit A, Ezekiel Elliott last week, who was kept out of the end zone. Uh, but Still had like, what, 150 in total yards? Yeah, something like that. I don't know. They're a Ben Bethlehem defense. Um so you're playing Eric Ebron, Andrew Luck. So I, I'm viewing Andrew Luck the same way I, I view Drew Brees. Going to do just enough to get away? <clears throat> I think so, because they're kind of taking that model. Uh, though Andrew Luck has been consistently throwing three touchdowns a game. He had like a streak of eight games in a row right up until this point, or up until the zero-burger against Jacksonville. Yeah, I think you're going to probably, I mean, for your team specifically, I think you're just going to want to sit a quarterback, just not play one. and Just not play one? Yeah, later we talk about Seattle and Kansas City, and we'll talk about sitting quarterbacks. Um, T.Y. Hilton, you're rolling him out there. Eric Ebron, you're rolling him out there. I think this is a great matchup for Marlon Mack. I think he's a high-end high end running back two, maybe a low-end running back one in this matchup. Uh, with Kelly being in, they They've far exceeded the rushing expectations when Ryan Kelly is back, so I would expect this game to be along those same lines. Uh, and the the uh, over the last I think six weeks, ever since they traded Zach Harrison, the Giants have been awful against the run. Yeah, I think you can definitely play Mac. Um, that's why I was asking you because uh, I just ended up picking up Samuel's, Williams, and uh, Marlon Mack in one league, and I dropped. Justin Jackson and Spencer Ware. Justin, well, I think I think Samuels is pretty worthless too, but that's Jalen Samuels. Oh, Jalen Samuels. Yeah, oh, I thought you were talking about Curtis. No, I picked up Jalen Samuels, Damian yes, Williams, Jaylen and Samuels, Marlon that's a great, Mack. <laughs> that's a great pickup. Uh, I thought you were talking about Curtis Samuels. No, we'll get to that in a second. Um, so, who are you winning this game? Indianapolis. Yeah, me too. Are you playing Indy's defense? 
Yeah, I can see that, but I think there are better streamers like Tennessee or oh, the Tennessee's Redskins. Not really available though. Redskins might be available. I think there's some other defenses. I'd, I'd probably rather play the Raiders against the freaking Broncos. Would right? you rather play the Falcons? Who's not been a very good defense? Yeah. They scored a lot of points last week. Yeah, I think so. Arizona. Especially against the backup in Carolina yep. with Cam on the bench. I think I would too, probably. So, yeah, I mean, that's a definite streamer unless somebody picked him up last week. Okay, moving on to the Texans at the Eagles. This is in Philadelphia. Texans 10-4, Eagles 7-7. Seven seven. Texans are hoping to eliminate the Eagles from the playoffs. Philadelphia is currently a two-point favorite at home. That's a lot of disrespect for this Texans team. Well, this Texans team really hasn't played any good teams at all. That's true. Their 10-4 record is pretty. Yeah, their 10-4 record is pretty pretty BS. Uh, they're probably one of the biggest posers this year. And they'll probably be uh, bounced from the playoffs rather early. Uh, I don't know. I mean, upsets the Texans fans out there, but that's probably a pretty safe statement. I mean, I think Watson and Hopkins, I mean, obviously you're playing DeAndre Hopkins. We already talked about Alfred Blue and Lamar Miller. We're not sure if DeAndre Hopkins is going to play. He's still out with that lower leg injury. So you'll need to watch the injury reports to make sure that he actually plays. If he's out, do you like Demarius Thomas? Maybe as a low-end flex, but okay. I'm not reaching for him, uh, especially if you don't know if Kiki Kuti is going to play. I mean, they got to throw the ball to somebody, but it could be a big Alfred Blue game, especially if Lamar Miller's hampered as well. And do you think... It could um, be a big Ryan Griffin, Ryan Griffin game. game. Yeah, yeah, that's what I was going to ask. So Ryan Griffin might be good for a dart, especially if you're struggling at tight end. If you're in the... Five to fifteen, where you say everybody's ten. <laughs> yeah, everybody <laughs> that's between five and fifteen. Yeah. Ryan Griffin is a pretty good player. What do you have, Deshaun Watson, this week? I think he's got to fall down if he doesn't have Hopkins. I think you have to move him down. So if that, I mean, I'd say right now if he has Hopkins, even against the Eagles, I'd say he's probably outside my top twelve, like thirteenth or fourteenth. But if he, I mean, if Hopkins plays. That's probably where he is. If he's not, he's even lower than that. Yeah. Uh, it's a tough Eagles, Eagles defense that they're going up against, and the Eagles seem like they're gelling at the right time. Unfortunately, it looks like it's too little too late. Yeah, and, I mean, we'll see. I mean... Would you rather play Foles or Deshaun Watson? It's in Philly, right? It's in Philly. I would play Nick Foles. Wow. That's a ballsy move. I, I, played Josh, I, I played Josh Allen over Matt Ryan two weeks ago. I played Josh Allen over Drew Brees last week. It worked out. Uh, over Drew Brees and Jameis Winston. It worked out, though, in my favor. Uh, in the format that I was playing him in. But um, On the Eagles side of the ball, is this a big spot for Alshon Jeffrey? I think it has to. He's, he's obviously got some sort of chemistry with... With Foles. With Foles right now. And it worked out in his favor, so. Yeah, against the Rams. Yeah, so let's see what he can do at home. I mean, maybe maybe this is what he needed to get going. Is this a get-right game for Zach Ertz? At home usually is where he gets right, and this probably is it. But even if you have him, you're rolling him out. Okay. You have any interest in the other Eagles pass catchers? No. You're not playing any? Okay. No Tate, no Tate, no Aguilar. I mean, unless you're... Disappointing and not consistent? Yeah, I mean, Aguilar's... If he catches that deep ball, I mean, he's the, he's turning into Deshaun Jackson. <laughs> Could very well be. Uh, what do we do about the running game? Smallwood had a big game last week. Yeah. Smallwood so that means that means what? Adams is going to have a big game this week, and everybody's going to have him on their bench because Smallwood's in the lineup. 
try and stay away from it. Yeah, I would try to avoid it if you can. They're really low end. I mean, they're flexes at best. Yep. And hopefully you've got a better option. There's a wide receiver out there I'd rather take a shot on. Uh, who do you have winning this game? I think you have to take the Eagles. Yeah, I think I'm taking the Eagles. Uh, Jaguars going into Miami to face the Dolphins. Uh, this is an elimination game for the Dolphins. Lying is a three-and-a-half point favorite. Uh, on the Jaguars' side, all this news about Leonard Fournette, you know, he, he's hurt. They're not giving him enough carries. I mean, what do you do with Leonard Fournette? I mean, is he even... Put him on your bench. Yeah, you think he's just too risky to play at this he's point? He's too risky to play. I mean, I understand... Well, I mean, this goes against what we generally say, which is start your studs. But he hasn't been a stud this year. So he's been more of a dud. And you should, you probably this year had to replace him already so many times that, I mean, you're almost to the point where Kalen Balazs is more interesting than Leonard Fournette in this game. That's an interesting thought. So moving over to the other side, we're not, if you had to pick a Jaguars wide receiver, which one would you Westbrook. You think Westbrook? He's been the most to consistent me, lately. He's the one that Tesla's looking at, and he's the only one that I really want to play. Right, which is what I'm saying. Which, if Keenan Allen's out in one league that I'm playing, I might pivot to Westbrook. Would you rather play Westbrook, or would you rather play Josh Adams? Westbrook. I think I would, too. I would rather play... Would you rather play Galladay or Westbrook? I would go with Galladay, just for the upside. Okay. I mean, there's always a chance he goes off. And catches a touchdown. Yeah, and okay. catches a touchdown. He well, see, these are the questions that I'm, I'm contemplating these, and Chase Allen is a no-go tomorrow night. I would probably play Colony. Okay. I wouldn't risk it. Uh, especially with Xavier Howard coming back for the Dolphins' defense. And he's going to shut somebody down, and I'm not sure who. Not after his Pro Bowl speech. The two Pro Bowl corners going in this game. <laughs> it's the most interesting part of this game is talking about the corners. Uh, Dolphin side of the ball. You're not playing Ryan Tannehill. Uh, everyone was hoping when Frank Gore, who's now done for the season, he's on IR. Everyone was hoping that Kenyon Drake would get a shot, but now it looks like Kalen Balaj is filling in for that. What do you th- what do you make of the shift uh, in the Dolphins' backfield? Adam Gates is trying to get fired. It seems like it, doesn't it? He's I, a horrible. I just don't understand talent. what's going on. I mean, Balaj has got he is fast when he's running straight ahead, but. It seems like he's, he's not very straight and hates Parker. Yeah, and so it's it's one of those things where you just look at it and go, okay, all right, I Are guess just, I'm not playing him. You're I'm, just I'm hoping for to, the big play with Balazs because that seems like what you're doing. Yeah, it's going to be two yards, one yard, three yards, one yard, two yards. 75, 75 yards. 75 yards. Yep. That seems like what you're going to get. That's what you're hoping for. He's fast. If he gets in the open field, he's gone. Yeah, do you think they'll incorporate him in the passing game at all? I don't know because I think they're worried about him actually being able to make the pickups, but I think they'll try it a little bit early, but he's going to have to be the first read. Interesting. I haven't seen the stats on the Blitz pickups yet, so I mean, it still could be Drake playing on a lot of plays because I think he's much better at that. But so just it, the fact that Gase ignores Drake, this is so ridiculous. Yeah, I mean, he's getting so few touches that you can't risk it in your championship game. It's sad because he's such a huge talent. Hopefully he gets another shot with another team or a new coach. Is probably more likely, right? Yeah, probably. Any interest in anyone in the Dolphins' passing game, or I you think just still Jaguars? is the only one that you would be interested in. But I feel like Ramsey's going to follow him. Yeah, I'm sure he's going to shadow him. So I, I don't really like anybody. Would you rather play one of the Jags receivers or one of the Dolphins receivers? Probably Jags receiver. Okay. 
which defense would you rather have, Jags or the Dolphins? Well, I would rather have the Jags, obviously, because that's who I'm playing. You think they're going to generate enough points? Yeah, I think they're going to get some sacks. I think Tannehill holds the ball too long, and he's always good for an interception and a fumble. Yeah, but Xavier Howard has got like seven interceptions on the year. He's playing. I would expect an interception for Xavier Howard and Cody Fairbairn. Yeah, but, uh, well, I mean. I'm just pointing it out. I, I think, think that both, these I think both plays, defenses, yeah. I mean, and the Dolphins are probably pretty unowned. I'm just trolling, Ryan, that's all. Well, Who do you have winning this I game? I still got like a couple dollars left, so I might still be able to pick them up. <laughs> I think I think the Jags win with defensive scores. I think the Jags win as well. I wish we weren't agreeing so much, but that is the case. Uh, Packers are going to the New York Jets. The Jets are at home. Packers have struggled mightily this season. Uh, where do you have Aaron Rodgers ranked? So I heard people talking about this is his get-right game for the year where he's going to have that he's huge game. He's had three get-right games that have not played out, so I'm not buying that narrative. I think I think you have to put him like just ahead of – I think he's ahead of Deshaun Watson, so I think he's like – Right in the 11-12 range. It's probably about right. He's probably a low-end QB1. Um, Devontae Adams, you're rolling him out there. Jamal Williams, you expect to, uh, they said they expect to use him a lot, assuming he's healthy and good to go. I think he has to play because they don't. I mean, they just signed Capri Bibbs off the practice. Uh, off Do you the, have any interest in Capri Bibbs if Yes, because if they, have no, they have no other running backs. All right. So they have no go. other running backs, and Capri Bibbs is actually pretty good in the passing game, so I would expect a lot of dump offs. All right. Well, then what about Jimmy Graham? Jimmy Graham, I'm avoiding. He's 15. So he's a low end. So he's, he's between so five he's, and 15. So he's outside of the <laughs> five and 15. Huh? You got to make him 16 if you're actually going to rank him. Otherwise, well, he's 10. He's in that five to 15 <laughs> range <laughs> where they don't matter. <laughs> Uh, any interest in any other wide receivers for Green Bay? Uh, I think Randall Cobb's a little interesting, but I don't I think love he's hurt him that again. much. I don't yeah. know if he's going to play. Well, I and I understand that, but I mean, if you're at, if you're desperate right now, like I don't know, you have to pivot off of Keenan Allen in a twelve or fourteen team league. Randall Cobb might be a guy you have to take a look at. Yeah, it could very well be because uh, he's probably available. Would you rather play Shepard or Cobb? Shepard. Would you rather play Cobb or Westbrook? Westbrook. Cobb or Stills? Cobb. So, I mean, that gives you kind of the range. Low in flex, though. Yep. Uh, the last get-ready game for the Packers was against Arizona. That didn't really work out too well after Arizona won that game. Uh, on the Jets' side of the ball, Sam Darnold has a pretty good week, has had a couple pretty good weeks. Uh, after coming back from injury. Yeah, I think the only way you're playing him is in a two-quarterback league. I would probably agree with that. Uh, Elijah McGuire is going to get a chance to get the backfield to himself against a a suffering Green Bay run defense. Yeah, I think that Green Bay will stack the box on McDonald's beat him. You think so? Yeah, I think you have to. I think okay. with a rookie right now, you have to make him beat him. So does that make... Where does the where do the points come from then? Is that a Robbie Anderson then? Yeah, I think it's got to be Robbie Anderson, and I think you go back to Chris Herndon. I think he's more towards the six seven range than the fifteen range this year. Yeah, week. so he's between that five and fifteen, but he's closer to the five. Yeah. <laughs> uh, 
there are no other. I don't. I don't even know if I can name another Jets pass catcher right mm, now. Nope. <laughs> we can, can name you, one, but can you name one? Yeah, Quincy Anuma, but he's hurt. Oh yeah, that that might play in this game is who I'm referring to. Oh no, I can't. It's not Richardson, right? Who's the other Seattle Seattle wide receiver that I can't think of? Curse, Jermaine Curse. Oh yeah. Um, I mean, wow, I had to dig for that one. I mean, he's great in uh, maybe a dynasty league start. Any interest in either of the defenses in this? I think both defenses could be okay, but I'd rather play the Packers than the Jets. Can I do the Jets and the Packers? I think. Uh, Green Bay is a two and a half point favorite in New York. Who do you have one in this game? I'll give you this one. I'll let Green Bay win. I'm taking the Jets because I think the Jets will win this game. Green Bay keeps falling down that ladder. Bengals in Cleveland against the Browns. I'd heard that there was possibility of snow in this game. Which means great things for Jeff Driscoll because it just means that his whole job will be, here you go, Joe. Here you go, Joe. Here you go, Joe. <laughs> here you go, Mixon. Punt. <laughs> yeah. uh, Cleveland's currently a nine-point favorite. I think that's too high. That's a big number for a team like Cleveland. It's <laughs> <laughs> only had a few wins in the last couple of years. That's a huge number. Uh, I think they're basing it off of how badly they beat the Bengals last time. But the Bengals did come roaring back in that matchup. Yeah, and but the problem is, is not no no Boyd, no Green. I mean, John Ross could be out. You're you're down. To, can you name a Bengals pass catcher? Erickson, I think is the other oh, one. Yeah. You still got Erickson. Uzuma. You got Uzuma. Uzuma, we talked about, but yeah. you're not playing any of those. The only person you're playing on the Bengals is Joe Mixon. Yep. Where do you have him ranked? I have him at 13, 14, so high I think that's two. about right. I, I would love him to be his normal number one running back, but I just don't see it with how much I assume. I assume Cleveland's smart enough to stack the box. I would assume so, too. They're going to make Driscoll throw to beat them. Uh, but that could mean a lot of PPR points, catches for Joe Mixon out of the backfield. Brown side of the ball, Baker Mayfield is good play here. Yeah, I mean, he has to be. The Bengals have just not been great. Yeah. They just really haven't been good against anybody. Uh, so we're expecting a fairly decent game for Mayfield here as he's coming into form. Yeah, let's uh, hope it's all the Landers. Yeah. Uh, Nick Chubb, are you expecting a big Nick Chubb game? No. Yeah, no. I think he's going to have a huge game. Because <laughs> <laughs> the Bengals would give up a, like the most. <laughs> that was a no because you're playing them against me. <laughs> <laughs> the most rushing yards. Uh, yeah, I mean, it was. I definitely expect Nick Chubb to be a good start. You're, I mean, I think you're probably starting Landry. Do you have any interest in Callaway? Like, how high up has See, he See, I come? think Callaway outscores Landry, unfortunately. Um, just based on how things have gone. Either Higgins or Callaway, one of them. Uh, and, it'll be like a couple of bombs, and then they're just going to assault the clock. with. And then do you think that the Bengals Chuck. carry Njoku into the end zone again for seven-yard touchdown? Let's ask about that. Do you think Njoku's a good play here? Is he in that 5-15 to 15 range? Yeah. I think he's for, about 10. For tight ends. <laughs> he had a huge game against them last time, scoring yeah, two but, touchdowns. But that's because they carried him for seven yards for one of them in the they air. They did. They did. Uh, because he tried to jump for some reason, so they caught him, and then they just kind of pushed him into the end zone. That was the most ridiculous touchdown I've ever seen in my life. <laughs> yeah, he was definitely like five to seven yards out and got pushed into the end zone. It was quite the play. If you haven't seen it, I recommend you YouTube it. 
because uh, it was very interesting. So where would you put him though? Like to be honest, Burton or Njoku? Njoku. Njoku or Hooper? Njoku. Njoku or. If I were at home, I'd probably flip that. It'd probably be Hooper and Njoku. Okay. Um, let's see. Who else is in that range? Uh, if you need to pay attention to the weather report here, because if it's snowing too badly, I wouldn't expect a lot of passing in this game, uh, which would greatly benefit the Bengals in this particular instance. But Yeah, I agree. Uh, so Cleveland, like we said, is a nine-point favorite. I think the Bengals cover, but I think the Browns win. Big Joe Mixon runs wild and scores like. I hope so. Uh, would you rather play Joe Mixon or Mack against the Giants? Mack's got a really good matchup at home. I, I guess you would probably play Mack, but I, it's just so hard to get Asking away from friend. It's so hard to get away from Joe Mixon. Like, isn't it? I mean, he's earned his spot there, so he's he's definitely the only guy in that. Well, I mean, I guess Gio's back, but they don't seem to use him that much. Uh, yeah, it's definitely Joe Mixon's backfield. Just, I'm having trouble deciphering how this is going to go. I mean, if I'm the Browns, I, mean, I want to stop Joe Mixon. If the weather is really as bad as we're expecting it to be, then probably Mac indoors. Yeah, I mean I think that's that big. could be that could be the deciding factor. That's a, it's been a struggle for me. It's one of the questions that I'm asking because I'm not sure. I'm not sure what to do. It's either Mixon or it's Mac. Well, well, we could run down that team that I now have that has. Gordon, Mixon, Lindsey, Michelle, uh, Jalen Samuels, yep. Mac, and Damian Williams. I need three out of those seven. <laughs> <laughs> uh, I probably like Jalen Samuels more than Damian Williams in that instance. Is this a Yahoo League where you can play Jalen no, Samuels? No, <laughs> that would be fantastic because then I'd get four out of seven that's, in there. That's what I'm doing in mine where I've got Mixon and Chubb and then I'm playing Jalen Samuels as the tight end. <laughs> And that's a, a point per yard league. So well, that could be a good, good win. Jalen Samuel got me 170 points last week, so that was great. Um, could be interesting. So who do you have winning this game? Uh, I think Cleveland. Did we already ask that? I said Cleveland, but I think Bengals cover. Okay, Buccaneers at the Cowboys. Uh, this is in Dallas. Do you think Dallas is going to get right with this matchup? I do. I think this is a huge Zeke and Dak game. Zeke, uh, Mari Cooper? Yeah, I think those are the three. And then I think sneakily, Blake Jarwin has been getting a lot of press this week. I don't buy it. I think it's Zeke and Cooper. You think so? Yeah. Okay. Uh, the secondary does struggle for Tampa Bay. They're better in the run against the run, I think, than mm-hmm. they are against the pass. Well, Zeke's, But I don't I mean, expect them to stop Zeke at all no. because it's, they're not that good. Um, where do you have Dak ranked? I have him as number 10. Number 10? So you've got him, you're playing Dak over Rodgers? Yes. Interesting. I don't know if I could bring myself to do that. That's because you're a Packer fan. No, I just don't know if I'd buy. And you hate the Cowboys. Dak's ability. I know. I mean, I would have him right there, but I don't know if I could play Dak over Rodgers, but I agree that's the range for him. Yep. Well, I'm just telling where I'm, I'm at 10. Yeah. Um,. On the Buccaneer side of the ball, where do you have Jameis this week? Would you play Jameis or Dak? Dak. Dak. So I James have that is... option, and I'm playing. Jameis is outside of Watson for me. 
Do you think he's going to struggle? Yeah, I think he's going to struggle. Does Mike Evans get the Byron Smith treatment? Yes. Okay. Uh, they tend not to shadow, so do you expect them to be creative and move around? or? Is I think they probably will, but I think, I mean, I think Dirk. Dirk. Not Dirk. <laughs> like, so not Dirk, that Dirk. guy. <laughs> so, uh, I think that this is a game where if anybody's good in this game. His name should have been Dirk because his parents <laughs> got lazy. Yeah, I I think if anybody has a big game here for the uh, Buccaneers, it's going to be Humphreys. I think that's the only guy you can play, and he's a low-end flex. Okay. Uh, I think I would agree with that analysis. But you're um, playing Evans. What about Cameron Brake? It's in that 5-15 to 15 range. <laughs> I, think, I think he's got to be, I mean, he's going to either goose you or he's going to get you two catches, but both of them will be touchdowns, so. That could be. So he's going to be looked for in the end zone, and that's what you're really banking on. The only issue is can Jameis get him to the red zone? Yeah. So that's what we're going to be looking for in that matchup. Who do you have winning this game? Cowboys. I don't see a line on this game. Do you have a line? I'm assuming the Cowboys win, but the fact that I don't, ESPN doesn't have a line on this game is kind of interesting. It's probably because they're so, um, so far ahead. Uh, it's seven points for the Cowboys. Uh, I'll take the Bucks to cover that. Uh, I think the Cowboys win, but I think the Bucks will cover. I think it'll be closer than that. All right. Uh, Vikings at the Lions. Vikings are fighting, fighting for their playoff berth. They are six-point favorites in Detroit. Matthew Stafford has been hurt. Um, is Matthew Stafford outside the top 15? Yes. Okay. I mean, you have to really be desperate in the two. I would play Sam Darnold over Matthew Stafford in the two quarterback league. It's probably a better matchup, yep. especially after the last time when they sacked him ten times. Yep. Um, so start your Vikings Galladay. defense. Yeah, start your Vikings defense because they is there anybody is times. there anybody on the Lions you want to play? Uh, like Galladay is a flex for me. Okay. Uh, he's mm-hmm. kind of just outside that wide receiver two area, but okay. otherwise, anyone else? I can't think so. Ellington's out. That kind of makes it moot. Yep. Uh, any interest in Zenner? Or no. Blunt? Yeah, no. It's kind of a wasteland there. Viking side of the ball. Where are your Kirk Cousins? I think he's probably just ahead of Aaron Rodgers. Okay. I think I would have him a little bit high. I'd probably play Cousins over Dak. Would you play him over Rivers? I think I would in this matchup. So you're thinking like 6-7? Yeah, I think so. Yeah. I think Cousins has a pretty decent game here. What about Luck? If I had to, I'd probably make that decision. Only because Luck scares me. I think Luck has a possibility for a much better game, but no, I can't do it. I'd play Luck over Cousins. I would. It's like your team name's with a little Luck. You <laughs> Now you're getting away from him? Well, I don't have that option. Everywhere I have them, I only got Luck, so I'm rolling with Luck. But if I had to, that would be a tough decision to make. All right, so you're playing him, you're playing Cook, you're Who's playing Thielen and Yeah, Dalvin Cook, you expect a big game for Dalvin Cook? Yeah, I think you Yeah, I think you play Dalvin Cook. Especially if Snacks Harrison doesn't play because he's been injured. Yep. Uh, do you prefer Thielen or do you prefer Diggs? I think Slay is going to be on Diggs, so I think this is a better Thielen game, as okay. much as that pains me to say. <laughs> I can understand that. Uh, any interest in Kyle Rudolph is in that 5 to 15 range? Yeah, but he's 12, 13. Yeah, he's got to be towards the lower end of that. Uh, Minnesota's a six point favorite. Who do you have winning? Uh, Vikings. 
I will take the Vikings as well. Bills at the Patriots. New England is a 13.5 point favorite without Josh Gordon. Uh, Josh Allen has been the number one quarterback in fantasy for the last four weeks. Yeah, and I've been starting him. <laughs> uh, where do you have him ranked? Uh, I actually have him ranked way down this week. I, he's at 15. I just think his. He's I think it runs out the here. Yep. Okay. Uh, I think he actually has a decent game yet. But to me, I think this is going to be a lot closer than people think it is. I know the Patriots will probably squeak one out, uh, but the last game was really close, and I would expect it to be somewhat close as well. Uh, Robert Foster is a hot name everyone's talking about right now because he scored over 94. He's had over 94 yards in the last three games. Yeah, do you think they try to shut him down, or do you think, I mean, do you think they put I would assume they put Gilmore, Gilmore on him. So I didn't know if they put Gilmore on him or Zay Jones. Yeah, that was a question earlier, and they were talking about there was a report that they put him on Zay Jones, but I don't know why you put him on Zay Jones. I would think you would want to try to stop it. They may double-team Foster and put Gilmore on Zay Jones, which could very well be because they'll, they'll bring the safety over and try to stop him from going over the top. Which is what he's good at because, I mean, he's been getting five catches for 90 yards or more. So he's getting that big play, but the Patriots have been giving up that big play. They have. They've given up uh, plays, nine plays of 40 yards or more this year. Uh, but if that's the only place where they can be attacked, then that might be where they try to focus their attention. Yep. So, I mean, what do you think is the Patriots' backfield? I mean, basically we're done with the Bills, right? Uh, yeah, we talked about McCoy already. We yep. won't go back. You can go back to the earlier part of it. I just really want to so McCoy. what do you do with the Patriots' running backs? I avoid them. Uh, I mean, Sony Michelle's getting the work, but he hasn't scored double digits in like three weeks. So now you have, so you play Gronk and you play Edelman. Anybody else? To me, that's it. Hogan. Everyone's talking about Hogan uh, after the Josh Gordon news, but if if you drafted Hogan, you know how much he sucked earlier in the year and how much he screwed you over. I can't imagine ruling him out here in the biggest matchup that you've got. All right, you won enough. in spite of Hogan at this point. I can't imagine that you're going to get much, and I would expect White to be on Hogan a lot more uh, because he may get some reps in the slot, but I would assume that Edelman's going to work primarily out of the slot. Fair enough. Okay, um, do you have any interest in the defenses in this matchup? Uh, I do like the Patriots more than the Bills. The Bills. Yeah, I don't blame you there. Who do you have winning? Patriots. I'm taking the Patriots as well, but I think it does cover the points. Okay. Falcons at the Panthers. Uh, Atlanta's a three-point favorite going into Carolina. Uh, you're playing Matt Ryan, right? Yep. It's a good matchup for Matt Ryan. Julio Jones, if he plays, and we talked about what happens if he doesn't. Yep, and you got to play Tevin Coleman. Uh, Tevin Coleman is a must-play with Evo Smith being out and on IR now. Uh, so where is Coleman like a... RB2. Is, is he a high-end RB2? Or is he no, mid-range? Mid-range RB2. Okay. Um, Austin Hooper? Nope. Not at home, only at home, right? Yep. Okay, he's not in that 5 to 15 range. He's okay. Yep. Uh, Panthers under ball, you have Tyler Heineke. You only play McCaffrey, that's it. Yeah, I mean, Done. that seems like it. That's uh, it. You're avoiding all of your, your all, Panthers receivers yeah, cut at this point. Just get rid Yeah, of if you're at this point and you've only got this week to go, it's time to cut them and bring somebody in who's going to bring value to your team, and it's not going to be them. Yep. Um, you're not playing. Uh, we like the Falcons defense. We talked about that already. You're not playing the Panthers defense, though, right? Nope. Okay, who do you have won in this game? Falcons. Yeah, I'm taking Atlanta as well. I think they cover the points. Bears at the 49ers. Chicago's a four-point favorite in San Francisco. Uh, 
the odds makers have this a lot closer than what you would think it would be. Yeah, I mean, but on the road, that's like a seven-point swing. So, I mean, because the Bears are a four-point favorite on the road, so that means they're really a seven-point favorite. You think they win by a touchdown? Yeah, I do. Okay, uh, Trubisky has looked awful. Have any interest in him? No, I don't. Re- the only people I have interest in this game, and um, I think it is Tariq Cohen. Tariq Cohen, you have to play just because of his value. I think you Keep have going. to play. I, I don't like the fact that Burita is going to play, so I'm trying to avoid that backfield, and I like Dante Pettis, and that's it. Okay. Um, that's, Jordan Howard has really that's stepped it. up, though. Where would you have Jordan Howard ranked? The last couple of weeks, he's gotten in the end zone, and he's got decent yardage. 31. So you have him as a flex? Yep. Okay. And you have no interest in any of these? Nope. What about you don't Anthony? know which one it's going to be. Uh, Anthony Miller has a good matchup in the slot. There's an interesting article by James Gold on uh, Twitter. But is he really going to be on in the slot that much? Because a lot of times he ends up outside and Taylor Gabriel comes into the slot. So they, they interchange those two so much that it makes it hard for me to agree that it's always going to be him in the slot. Could be. Uh, it's hard to trust any of these guys. Like the Texans, I think they're kind of overrated. Uh, well, I think their defense is really good. And it that's is. Why. But the offense isn't enough to carry it, I don't think. Yeah, but the defense is just so good that it could get you by at least one round in the uh, playoffs. It doesn't look like Eddie Jackson's going to play their star rookie, um, which could be a problem. Uh, plus, Keen Nix looks like he may not play as well. So, I mean, the injuries are starting to pile up there on the Bears D, so we'll see how well they play in this matchup. Uh, Nick Mullins has been pretty good the last couple of weeks. Yeah, where would you play him, though? I mean, ahead of Josh Allen, behind Josh Allen? Uh, behind Josh Allen. Ahead of Sam Darnold? I think Josh Allen's pretty high, though. I'd probably play Dar- Darnold. What about ahead of Nick Mullins? So that tells you So that means he's only available. I mean, he's only he's QB two. QB two. Yeah, I just think Darnold has a good matchup, which is why I'm playing him over Mullins. Uh, but you are you taking a dart throw on Pettis? Yeah, I think so. I I mean, he's one of the ones that I'm considering filling in for Tyler Boyd right now. Kittle is in that one to five range. Yeah, won't spend a lot of time on him. And Burita, if you, you're not playing Wilson, obviously, if Burita plays. Um, I'm not playing Burita either, though, if I can avoid it. Well, one, against the matchup, and two, is he going to play four quarters? Yeah, it's hard to know, especially because he keeps losing the game. Uh, I feel like this is a trap game. Are you playing the Bears defense? Yes. Okay. I would not play the Bears defense. This makes me very nervous. Uh, But that's just my own personal opinion, especially how close they have the game. Who do you have winning? Bears. Yeah, I'll take the Bears as well. Uh Rams at the Cardinals. I don't have a line for this game either. We talked about Gurley already. Is this a get-ranked game for golf? Yeah, I think this is exactly what it's got to be. Robert Woods or Brandon Cooks? Robert Woods. Um, I think Brandon Cooks gets fought the Patrick Peterson treatment. You think so? Yep. Okay, so does that mean he's like a lower? So 14 and a half. Four, oh, wow. That's a huge, huge line on this. I don't know why ESPN doesn't have it. Um could be interesting, uh, especially going into Arizona. Uh, we talked about We already Reynolds talked about Gurley, and I like Reynolds. Yeah, I like I Reynolds enough to say he's a flex option. You think so? Yeah. Okay, I mean, you're just hoping that he gets a touchdown, right? Yep. Uh, David Johnson on the Cardinals side of the ball? I don't love the matchup, but if you've rolled with him this far, keep rolling with too. him. Yep. Uh, what about Larry Fitzgerald? I don't like it because I think Tlaib follows him. 
you think he retires after this matchup? I think this is the last home game. Like, you think he just like walks out at halftime or something? Puts his shoes, puts his cleats on the <laughs> the fifty yard line, and walks off into the sunset. See ya. I'm not coming to week seventeen. I'm not traveling. <laughs> well, it might be his last home game, so I mean, it could be. I mean, yeah, I mean, I think this is it for Larry Fitzgerald. He just doesn't seem to fit in with this team anymore. Uh, yeah, and if he's thinking that he's going to take another shot at it, they're definitely not going to do that. No. Nope. They're, they're going to be awful next year. Okay, uh, obviously you have the Rams winning this game. Yeah. Do you think that Arizona has any chance of covering? That's a huge spread, 14 No. No? Okay. They surprised at the last time there was a spread. I don't like the points, so I'll take Arizona to cover. Uh Steelers are the Saints. New Orleans is a six-point favorite at home in the Dome on Sunday afternoon. Uh, James comes out. We talked about that. Big Ben, you're rolling him out there in this matchup. You're expecting high scoring? Yes. Okay. Antonio Brown, Juju, you're rolling all of them out. We talked about Vance McDonald earlier. Yep. We talked about Vance McDonald. If Juju does not play, Uh, I still love Samuels is a huge. Yeah, and I love Jalen Samuels. Yep. Okay. On the same side of the ball, what are you what are you doing with Breeze? Where do you have Breeze? I know where I have him. I've mentioned where I have him already. I, I feel like he's I guess he's inside the top ten. See, and I guess I think that he's probably closer to like seven. I think he's just in front of Phillips instead of just behind him. Yeah. That's gonna I I don't think I think gonna he's gonna that. have to throw to keep up because I think Ben's gonna get a lot of scores this game. Because I think they know they need to win. I think this is going to be a defensive struggle. I, I don't know if I follow the narrative. Um, so you're obviously playing Kamara. Where do you have Ingram? Is he an RB2? Is he a flex? Low end, middle, middle range flex. Okay, that seems about right. You're playing Michael Thomas and hoping for a bounce back game from him. Uh, anyone else? Ben Watson's maybe in that mid. But, I mean, the Steelers okay. have been pretty good against the tight end. You've been rolling with the Saints defense these last few weeks. They've scored points no. regardless because they turn over. So you're not playing the Steelers defense. I think you could play either defense in this matchup, really. I don't. I think this is going to be a high-scoring game with not a lot of turnovers. I think there's going to be a lot of a defensive struggle with a, a, a lot of points uh, and probably quite a few turnovers. So Big Ben's always good for about three interceptions. So, so you think the 53 over-under is too high? Yes. I would take the under. I would. I think it's going to be similar to last week's score. Um, last week's score between the, between the Patriots and, and the Steelers. 10. Yeah, that's what, more what I mean. So I think that's what you're looking at. Chiefs at the Seahawks, a Sunday night game. Stunch. Chiefs are going into Seattle. Now, Seattle's defense has always come to play in prime time at home. The refs there seem to like to give them an advantage every single time. It seems like there's a lot of ticky-tack calls that seem to go against them, but maybe that's just my impression of uh, Seattle seems to get a lot of calls that go their way at home. Gee, I wonder if they've ever played the Packers in a primetime game in Seattle or yeah, something. where an interception became a touchdown. Well, anyways, uh, you play Patrick Mahomes, you play Damian Williams, you play yep, Travis Kelsey, and you play Tyreek Hill. That's right. Do you have any interest in Conley? I don't think this is a Conley game. I have a feeling this is a Kelvin Benjamin game. And how high does that get you, though? Like, I'm not I playing mean, either of them. Really. Okay, so there you go. So I then, wouldn't want to rest my championship hopes on them. All right, let's move to And Chiefs defense? No. Okay. I'm not playing the Chiefs defense. Russell Wilson, how high do you have him? Uh, Russell Wilson, see, I think this is a big game for Russell Wilson. I have him about five. 
So he's going to throw 16 times, four touchdowns? Probably. Something okay. to that effect. And My then guess is that they're going to want to run the ball and keep the ball out of their out of Kansas City's hands and really try to take advantage of that defense. And, and in turn, they're going to score a lot of points. And that's right. quite the narrative. So Chris Carson is a huge play this week. I think he's a great play. What about Mike Davis if you're struggling, say Gurley's out, and then you pick up Mike Davis? Would I, you be I, okay I, with that? In PPR, yeah, probably. Would okay. you play Mixon or would you play Carson? Probably Carson. Really? As much as that pains me to say, as a very loyal to Mixon fallen player, I would probably play Carson. It's a pretty good matchup for Carson. Uh, I was, that's a decision I've been trying to make as well, so I was trying to figure that out. Okay, uh, do we see, we build on the Doug Baldwin game from last week with the two touchdowns? No, it's going to go back to Lockett. You think so? Who knows what this guy's doing? <laughs> I know, I mean, it seems like you, a crapshoot. You assume that Doug Baldwin would be great this week. I mean, he should be good, so he's not going to. Yeah, he's hurt again. But we were hoping for a get-right game from Baldwin. We'll see if he can build on the momentum from there. Yeah. Otherwise, I don't think I want anyone else from the Seahawks side of the ball. You're not playing either of these defenses, are you? Nope. I didn't think so. Who do you have winning the game? Chiefs. I think the Seahawks win this game. Uh, and That's a stupid call. <laughs> we'll see. The, the, uh, the Monday night game, Broncos and the Raiders. Hopefully your fantasy championship doesn't come down to this game. Denver's a three-point favorite. Oh, um, you're making it come down to this game. Uh, maybe. We'll see. Uh, you're right. Broncos I'll be so are, far ahead of all matter. <laughs> the Broncos are a three-point favorite uh, going into Oakland. Um, on the Broncos side of the ball, I mean, the wide receivers, you're not playing Case Keenum. The wide receivers are low-end. Flexes. flexes, yeah. The only player that Phillip you can Lindsay. really think about playing is Philip Lindsay. And even he's struggled the last few weeks. Yeah, but against the Raiders, you got to roll him out there. Okay. Um, otherwise, you don't have any interest in anyone else on the Broncos, right? Right. The Raiders, uh, you're not playing Derek Carr. No, you're but you got to play league. Jared Cook, and you got to play Jared, Jared Cook. Jared Cook is a must-play. I think Jordy Nelson's a higher-end flex. I would play Jordy Nelson over all the Broncos receivers. Interesting. I don't think I mind that call. That's that's an interesting call there. Uh, I think he's just been a lot better at home, and so is Jared Cook. I was telling you that last week because I was thinking about picking up Cook, but I just looked at his home road splits, and he, it's almost like Big Ben from last year. It's like, oh, my God, what, what goes on here? Yeah, right? Uh, that's not good news for me because I'm playing Cook in, in, I think, a few leagues. Uh, Doug Martin? I think he's a flex. I don't think he's an RB2. Jalen Rashard? I think he's a low-end flex, only in PPR. Any other wide receiver you could play for them? Super deep league, Seth Roberts? Yeah, he's the one you would pick. I mean, who would you pick? Probably Seth Roberts. I was just asking. (laughs) That was my pick. That's why I was asking you. I was like, man. I don't know if I can name anyone else. Martavis Ryan on IR and, and, you know, on the suspended non-exempt list. He's probably done forever Uh, going forward. Who do you have winning this game? I don't think they can save Vance Joseph's job even with the win, so I'll take my Broncos. I'm taking the Raiders because I think the Raiders pull this out and ruin their draft capital for a moral victory. And I think the Broncos will probably give up on Vance Joseph and probably crap the bed. So that is the last game for us. Uh, We'll be back uh, sometime in the future here. Make sure you subscribe so you can get the next episode. You can always send us emails and keep your questions, dynasty questions, uh, ffhotshots at gmail.com. 
Um, thanks for tuning in. You can always follow us on Twitter to find out when the next episode is going to drop at FF Hotshots, or you can follow Ryan at Ryan underscore Denver. Thanks. It's been a great season. We look forward to the next season when we get to help you guys get to your next championship. Good luck to everyone this week, and we appreciate you tuning in. For Ryan Oliver, I'm Mark Shelfis. We are the Fantasy Football Hotshots. We will see you next week.